Thank you for checking out the HR Like a Boss podcast. If it resonates with you, please consider leaving a rating and review. And better yet, subscribe and share it with a friend. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hey, it's John Bernadovich. I'm continuing my journey of writing my book, HR Like a Boss. And I am delighted to be joined today for a video chat with a dear friend and colleague, uh, Christine Peters. Met Christine a number of years ago at a Disrupt HR event. Uh, she was looking for a pen, and I think I had one, or vice versa, as I think the story Vice versa, yeah. Yeah. Christine is Willery's Director of People Operations, so she delivers HR for our HR firm, and I'm super excited to have you. So thanks, Christine, for joining me. Thanks for having me, John. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so I know it's probably unique for you. Um, again, I know I own the firm that you work for, and now we're doing this uh, kind of recorded video chat. So um, we'll, we'll enjoy the next few minutes and uh, get into some cool stuff. T- tell us a little bit about you and uh, your role at Willery. Sure. Um, so again, Christine Peters, I'm the Director of People Operations with Willery. I've been in that role for around a year and a half. Before that, um, I was... I still was at Willery, but as a consultant and also managed internal systems, as well as took on kind of special projects as they are. Um, I still do consulting work for Willery. Um, My background, I have sort of a non-traditional path to HR. My undergraduate degree is in math, but I also have um, a history in musical theater, which led me to New York, um, which I did for a time and then ended up working Um, And I worked at a boutique investment bank in the research department, kind of supporting the manager there and dealing with all things people policy. And that's sort of how I got into into HR. Um, And because of that role and and the impact that I felt it could have um, on people, I ended up pursuing my master's degree in HR in New York, which is then what led me here to Ohio and to meeting you and joining Willery. Which I know all have been great things. I know uh, for those of you watching, um, I think Christine is the closest person that I know that was born to almost the exact day that I was. <laughs> um, so we we have a birthday only one day, literally one day apart. So uh, assumptively, we were both little babies um, in a hospital <laughs> at the same time. So exactly, kind of kindred spirits in that regard, or we're we're. It's very fellow Scorpios too, right? Yeah, fellow Scorpios. And, and we don't see all things the same way, I can tell you that. But uh, it is nice to have such a great partner for me uh, as the CEO and founder and president of Willery to partner with uh, from an HR standpoint, which I think is critical in the, in the mm-hmm. foundation of HR like a boss. And I wouldn't be interviewing you, Christine, if I didn't think you fell into many of those categories of what, the, what, 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 that, uh, what that means. So uh, and, and I know you recently were awarded with uh, really cool things coming out in cranes for, for your innovative work for a small company. So thank you for, for all that. Thank you. No, that's definitely a career highlight um, for sure. So I, I would say that um, and just really working for Willery. I don't think I ever, when I chose this path, I didn't think that working um, in HR and in a remote environment were were possible. So I thought they were kind of mutually exclusive things. So um, one thing I was really excited about with Willery is the, the remote 
work environment, but also the culture that um, was established here that and that supported and facilitated people to work in that way. Um, and I think, you know, as someone in HR, we're continuing to look and push the boundaries of how we create a sense of team, um, how we develop our people, um, while still not being around each other on a day to day basis. Yeah, no doubt. We've had the take care care and consideration to making that happen and in no way shape or form are we perfect but um, i think we're doing some pretty cool stuff so absolutely having you know been a uh, theater performer and then having worked on you know in the financial district within new north new york city and, and then entering into hr getting your masters and whatnot um, what what would you describe as the purpose of human resources yeah um I describe the purpose of human resources as sort of being the consciousness of the, the conscious of the company. Um, it's about the care and cultivation of really the organization's lifeblood and that's its people. Cool. Yeah, no, I think uh, it's, it's, I loved how you said that, right? The care and conscious it's, it's, I know we've worked really hard together on developing kind of retooling some of our core values and making sure they're consistent and using those as guideposts. Mm -hmm. uh, for us, so what what is it that you like now that you've you know you're you're a few years into this HR career? <laughs> what is it that you like about working in human resources? Uh, I really like that it it touches just about every part of the organization, right? It, um, organizations are nothing without their people, and it, it's everything that we do. So I get to interact with people um, in all of the different roles and, and kind of understand. Part of my job is understanding what they do, how I can help them take their job to the next level, um, how I can make our processes better for people, what are, where are the pain points, what are the barriers. Um, so I really love, I really love that. I think, you know, when you look at a, say, manufacturing company, like two companies make sneakers, right? They're still sneakers. But what might be different about those two sneakers are, is the innovation, the, the research, the the quality that goes into it, the speed at which it's delivered, the service that you get if there's a problem. Um, and that's all based on your people. And if you're not um, hiring, developing, and retaining the best people, um, that's definitely going to have an impact on your company. So for my view, it's just having that kind of far reach in the company. Hmm, cool. So how, how would you describe success in what you do? Is it is it seeing the people that you're working with succeed, seeing the company perform well? Is it a, pers a personal attribute? Uh, what What is it that, as you define success in what you're doing? A couple things. Uh, obviously, the company needs to have a strong bottom line, right? You know, we, we can't be successful. The, the firm has to be um, successful from a financial perspective. So can I tie what I'm doing to results? Um, are we, do we have the right people to achieve our business goals? Um, so having a direct tie between our people and our goals and our financial outcomes too. Um, but really on the other side of that, hearing over and over again from people that they love working for Willary, they love working for our company, they would recommend our company to a friend. Um, that just gives me such a tremendous amount of pride that we work here and that I'm part of facilitating that culture. Yeah, fantastic. You've done a great job. And I'm curious to, to answer this question because I know we've worked on a lot of projects together. So is there a particular time in your career where you felt this profound impact or influence mm -hmm. on the organization's growth or success during some period of time? Maybe it was a quarter or a month or 
a decade. It may not, that may not apply because I know you've only been here for, for five <laughs> years or so. So, um, I'm going to answer that in two ways. Um, I would say HR had maybe a negative impact for me in a past life um, where just an experience on like actually how I was transitioning out of a company that I had a really great experience for and my offboarding was so poor that it just tainted the whole experience of working there and um, and just little things. And I remember when I chose this path thinking like, I, I want to be different and I want to make sure that every touch point is a positive one. So I would say that was definitely something that shaped me and the kind of HR professional that I want to be, um, that I strive to be. But um, I would say even before me as an employee, how HR shaped my life, um, coming here and seeing um, like the real thought and care that was put in even before I took this role about how they approached training. Was it consistent? Was there a theme? And like the real interest in developing people and, and pushing them to levels that they couldn't, they didn't even know they were aware of. And if I can have that impact to other people, um, I, I will be tremendously honored to have had that influence. Hmm. Well, having recently been recognized as a standout HR professional, I think maybe you have a unique perspective and I know you work with others on our team that are in HR. You deliver HR for an HR staffing and consulting firm, which I know maybe um, you feel the, the, the pressure of that burden and you work with a ton of clients that are in the human resource field. So is there, is there a particular characteristic or two that you believe stands out as it relates to really, really solid HR pros? you have to understand your business first and foremost. So that's not even HR, that's just understanding the business and what you do. Um, how does your business make money, right? Um, what, what are the things that differentiate you in the marketplace? What kind of talent? Understanding your core values um, so that you can identify the type of talent you want to attract that's gonna take your company to the next level. Um, so I think being able to look at data and metrics and, and analyze it to understand, like drill down and ask questions about why, not just assuming this is the problem, but ask continuing to, to dig and peel back the layers to get to the root causes of things. So I would say, you know, someone with business acumen, someone who doesn't shy away from numbers, someone who's curious and takes the time to get to know their people and the underlying causes of things. Um, and then just someone that's trustworthy, someone that people can go to and talk to about what's going on. I think all of those make for a standout HR professional. And sometimes that isn't easy, right? Because if you're trying to drive performance for a company and maybe you have somebody in your team that confides in you that's struggling with a personal matter that is impacting their performance, I, I know that's got to be a balancing act for you. I don't know if... Uh, it's always a balancing act to, to juggle the needs of the individual with the needs of the company and HR is always kind of walking that fine line. Um, I think that at times is something that people may not like about HR is when you do have to kind of uphold certain policies or procedures in place um, because they're, you know, they're required or because um, you can't just always make exceptions all of the time. But I think it's sort of finding that place where you can meet people. I think just having empathy for people, understanding where they are, but also being honest about where, where you can meet them and where you maybe can't. Hmm. So you mentioned an experience in, in 
when you were starting your HR career formally that you had come off uh, kind of an offboarding experience that wasn't that great. Is, is there, having worked with people that aren't in HR or your own personal experiences is, is, as to why you think some employees don't like human resources? I think it's I think it's kind of what I just shared about just like unfortunately or for, fortunately um, policies procedures they're kind of part of what we do we have to have them in place you need to have rules and guidelines because if if you don't there's just no standard for how to how to react to certain things or behave so I think sometimes if we um, are too focused on that and not on the person um, I think ways to combat that are more focusing on the culture and elevating everybody and um, not using those policies as, as a way to um, kind of discipline and talk down to people, but as a way like this is our standard, how can we lift everybody up, right? Because if we lift everyone up, the boat rises with the tide, right? Yeah, no, great point. So um, in, in your particular um, experience in, in either being interviewed or interviewing people to to join um, either Willery or prior companies or in your experience with clients is there a particular question that kind of helps you determine if someone's going to be a great fit uh, and can spot that great talent in that in that organization or, or is that is that uh, is that too wishful thinking um, I think that that's tricky. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm struggling with this one a little bit. Uh, I think it depends on the organization. I think it's you need to ask the right questions that like meet your your values. So you know, if if learning is a real priority, people who are like constantly looking to that, like you know, ask them about like what's the last book that you read, or you know, tell me about an interesting article or some a new skill that you picked up. Um, if it's like highly, I personally, as you, um, you know, John, I'm an Excel fanatic. So if I need to hire someone that's like data driven, I'm going to probably ask them what their favorite Excel function is and tell me if I, if I know they need to do that. And then we can geek out over pivot tables and concatenate and all those fun things. So I think it depends a little on the company and on the role. Yeah, well. So I found your soft spot whenever you have a technical interview, how uh, excited you can be. I can tell you, uh, my, my nerd out point is when we talk about golf, but I don't get to do a whole lot of that in day-to-day -day work. Although I, I did recently get to talk to a customer about that, which was quite fun. But That's great. So if, if, you, if you could go back just a few years, because it's not been that terribly long that you've focused your career in HR, mm -hmm. and you could, you could give yourself some advice back then knowing what you know now, what would that be? Um, I, I, would, I would say to sort of spend time getting to know every aspect of the business. You know, spend a little time, like, you know, ask if you can shadow different positions earlier on. And, and the better you get to know, um, you know, what each person in your organization does, again, you have more empathy for them you learn more about like what they're really dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis, what their challenges are. Um, so when, when they come to you with something, you can be a better resource to them. And maybe you can bring um, those observations, you know, up the ladder and, and address bigger issues and help, help people be more efficient, um, have a better work experience and just help the company overall. Hmm. 
And that's that's a foundational aspect I know uh, you may have seen and heard. And I don't I don't know if that's my influence on you. Uh, if it is, I'm sorry, or maybe not. Um, and if 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 that's your how, how you've taken that approach from from very early on in your career in HR, um, I just to me like having that well-rounded understanding of a business is generally fascinating because as we look mm -hmm. around the world, every, everywhere we go, there's a business. There's, yeah. you go to the grocery store, you get your gas, business, business, right? You buy your clothes, you have your AirPods on, business, business. You go to the hair salon to get your hair cut. Well, when, when we could, um, there's a business. <laughs> School, schools, right? Schools yeah. are in essence run like a business. And I think just having that knowledge and understand, I ta I've talked to actually, I have a, a very close friend of mine who's an educator and uh, he wishes at some points that he had gotten into business because um, he, he realized he could make more money and he finds it generally fascinating, but he hasn't studied as much because he's really good at what he does and he studied that discipline in his school. So I, 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 I've been fascinated with it for as long as I can remember. Um, but I was surrounded by business people early on yeah. in my in my career. I just I kind of tripped into this HR and payroll thing. But um, I think I'm I'm actually kind of the reverse. I'd say I'm a business person first, and I'm still trying to figure out HR and payroll, <laughs> um, being being devoted into it in in our discipline in the community. But yeah, yeah certainly. I, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I love doing the HR consulting side of it too for our systems work is I get to go in and meet and talk to all of our clients and really hear more about their businesses and, and get to know what they do. Um, and I always find it really fascinating to like have a glimpse into their world. And I think, John, I think one of the first questions I asked you, I think we were doing my I-9 and um, I asked you about um, like, so how does Will, how does Willery actually make money? I'm new to the staffing agency world, like, um, and that, which was predominant at that time. So like, tell me, like, what do I need to know about how we make money and, and how the business works? That was one of my first questions to you. So might have not been the first thing I did in getting started, but I'm a quick learner. Yeah, you certainly have. Um... Well, okay, so I'll get you out of here on this. It hasn't sure. been that painful, right? You did okay? We did all no, right? No, it's been yes. great. Yeah, you did good. Um, so how would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? Um, this might be the hardest question of all. Um, I think I'll go back to what I said, like the characteristic of someone who does this. I think that they're, they're business, they're business minded. Um, they can help their team remove obstacles and give them the resources they need to do better. They're always looking for improvements. I think continuous improvements, innovative. They're not beholden to the way things are always done. They're always willing to look for um, how can we do this better or, or different um, to make an impact um, and, and really um, focused on how do we create a positive experience for our employees because if we do that for our employees then they're going to help do what do that for our customers that's how i would describe someone who does hr like a boss you're hired <laughs> <laughs> again <laughs> yes. yes yeah i'm sure that probably felt like a second interview in some regards but no you did, you did just right just a little bit of pressure oh, yeah oh, i'm sure yeah no well hopefully you can tell that christine and i have had uh, a lot of fun and um, some, some challenging times that you work together on. And I, I'm so thankful to have uh, you in my uh, professional and personal life. Um, it's, it's great to work together. And 
Uh, you've given me some nuggets to think about as I continue this journey of, of writing the book. And thank you for being a part of, of supporting me in doing that. So um, for those of you I, listening in, oh, go ahead, Christine. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> There's another happy customer, I hope. That was my fear when I started this whole project that uh, my wife committed that she would read it. And she did read the first, we have a draft, first draft done. And she nice. did read it and said, that's not bad. So very good. Hey, we got, I got to make it better than that's not bad. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll get but there. Thank you, Christine. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Thanks, John. Thank you for checking out the HR Like a Boss podcast. Remember, if it resonates with you, please consider leaving a rating and review and better yet, subscribe and share it with a friend. Until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR.